Podcasting from the Midwest, this is No Bullies Please with Zach, the Zombie, and myself, Chad Hunter. Joining us is our sometimes co-host, Orlando. Hey! And we're here to discuss bullying prevention and promoting empathy in kids with a dash of humor, hope, and zombies. (sighs) Not only am I the host, but I'm also the author of the children's book, Zach and the Zombie, No Bullies Please. And I'm the presenter and developer of the school presentations, No Bullies Please, and Rise Up, Stand Up. All right, guys. Hey, it's been a while, but... uh, It has. (laughs) We are back with Zach and the Zombie, No Bullies Please podcast with myself, Chad Hunter, and my son, Orlando. How you doing? (laughs) So, um, yeah, we, uh, we never gave up on the show. We just had to take a break. And like many people out there, life got in the way, but we know that bullying and mental health and the well-being of our children are still very important topics. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that, you know, we want to bring the show back and, uh, reach new audiences. Uh, in the meanwhile, even with the pandemic, I just want to let people know that I have still uh, been able to reach out to schools and give presentations both virtually and in person. So if you want more details on that, please go to www.zackandthezombie.com and also go to uh, amazon.com and uh, you can find your copy of Zack and the Zombie, No Bullies Please, in English and in Spanish on the website. Also, you can go to hunterchad.com for more information. Now, that having been said, um, today we're going to talk about mental health of our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that you check up on them. Right, making sure that you check up on them. And um, three things we can learn from zombies and how we can apply them to uh, taking care of our kids. So I'm going to let Orlando take it from here. Son, go ahead. Okay, so it's a very important situation. It's a very important topic. Um Ask your kid how they're doing, you know, are they getting bullied in school? Um, uh, are they sad? Are they happy? You know, like, just to make sure that they're, um, you know, not feeling sad or anxious. Cause if they are, sometimes, uh, you also have to be very open. And some parents, I don't really like this. Some parents aren't very open. They're kind of like, hey, why are you sad? Or like, hey, why are you anxious? You're too young for this or something like that. You're too young to be stressed. Um, which isn't very good because you're just causing your child to, you know, like feel more sadness. And also parents do that. And like six years later, they're like, why does my child hate me? Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it, Orlando gives a great perspective um, about uh, parent openness. And I know as a parent myself it's very it's hard you know as a parent you're you're worried about uh bills where you live food work etc etc and you're so focused on just keeping your child alive and all the things that go hand in hand with that you know their their health their physical health and then school and clothes and that sometimes their mental health is just uh, something you don't think about because we kind of take it for granted, I think, as parents, that um, 
that our kids can not be feeling okay. We think sometimes that just because they're kids, their emotions are in check, or if their emotions are wild, it's because, you know, it's because maybe they're going through puberty or whatever they're watching or their friends. And look, I know it's a lot of work. Being a parent is not easy. It's the hardest job you'll never want to get rid of. You, you love being a parent, but it's a lot of work. And basically I'm asking you to try and put in one more step, one more, one more, you know, rung on the ladder to climb to just look at the fact that your child has another facet to themselves, another layer. And that is their emotional health and their mental well-being. And um, as parents, a lot of times we're scared because we're almost have to be we almost have to be an expert on many things. We have to know how sick is sick, what to do with a fever, what to do with a headache, what to do with a stomach ache. We have to know all of our child's subjects enough to help them out with their homework. We have to learn new technology constantly. We have to be up on apps and gaming consoles and and slang even so you know what's what's an insult and what's not and now it's almost like you're thinking oh chad really you are telling us now we have to be therapists and psychiatrists but here's the thing everything you do to make sure your child is okay is is something that you don't want to look back and ask yourself what if i had just done one more thing there are far too many kids that um, hurt themselves or get hurt emotionally, which leads to physical uh, hurting, or just far too many child-parent relationships that go bad because parents just, you know, didn't take that extra step and, and you know, ask their child, how are you feeling? And not only asking, but listening. So if your child says they feel sad, you can't just go, oh, what do you have to feel sad about? You got an Xbox, a PlayStation, a Nintendo Switch, blah, 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 whatever. You don't know what sad is. Get over it, go out and play. You have to take what they're saying with, with an appropriate amount of weight and, and importance. Um, I just think that that's true. Uh, yeah, it is true. Some kids actually do not have very good chil- uh, childhoods. They actually bad things happen to them and they're sad. But just because a child has literally like a really good life, you know, consoles, a good family, friends, sometimes all of that, because sometimes it just, you don't really have to be hurt to get hurt. That's a great point. And, you know, like Orlando said, your kid could be living in a, you know, uh, well, a great house with a great family and great friends and I have all this stuff. But, you know, I mean, just like you as an adult, you, you can feel sad and you can feel down and you can feel angry and stressed or whatever. But if you step back, somebody is looking at your life going, why are you stressed and sad? You have a car, you have a job, you have a house, you have a kid. And this person may not have all of those things. But you would still tell that person, hey, I have the right to feel the way I feel because it's how I feel. Well, your child is no different than how you are in that situation. You're looking at your child like you don't have any reason to feel bad because you have all this. Well, your children, our children have emotions. 
their emotions don't pop up one day out of the blue. They have emotions from the second. I mean, hell, some people even say, oops, that's a bad word on this podcast. Some people even say that, you know, babies in, uh, in utero still have emotions, still can feel the mother's sadness or tension or anxiety or happiness or joy. And, and babies have emotions and babies become toddlers and toddlers become preteens and preteens, teens and adults. So our children always have emotions. And I think, yes, parenting is hard, but we do have to acknowledge that our kids have feelings and it's our job to protect our children, to, to keep our kids safe and protecting our kids is not only from things that would hurt them externally, but things that would, that hurt them internally inside. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to edit that out because that's just part of life. Um, so what, uh, we're just letting this call in over there. I, I, there were a couple of things and unless Orlando wanted to add something real quick. Yes. Um, <laughs> a very persistent call. Okay. Here we go. There you go. Um, uh, but yeah, like I was saying, be nice to your child, be open. Um, and you have to like go in with a mindset. My child is like, my child can feel what they want to feel, not what they want to feel. They feel what they feel. Emotions are emotions. You can't control your emotions and all ages can get depression, anxiety, all eight, well, not all ages, obviously, but I mean, people get mental illnesses or, um, like at a very young age, which can grow into their teen years and their adult years. Yeah. And I, I think too, that there's, you know, I think sometimes parents are scared to have their kids, to have the label of depression put on their kid or anxiety because you know, it's almost like, like you almost feel like you don't want, know what to do to help your, your child or, or what to do. And, and I, I want to point out that sometimes there's like such in first and foremost, we're not therapists or psychiatrists or anything, but you know, we're, we're human beings and we've experienced things, but there is such things like situational depression. Something happens that makes your kid sad and it stays with them. And now there's biological depression also, but you know, sometimes you, um, things happen to our kids that we don't think is, is a big deal, but to them it is a big deal and it makes them sad and it lingers. And you know, the, in keeping with the whole, you know, Zach and the zombie uh, theme of the show, I, I thought of three things that zombies do in movies that apply to what we're talking about with the well-being and health of our children. Now, before I go into those three things, Orlando, did, um, <laughs> I can't talk. Orlando, did you want to add something else? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, yeah, never mind. Okay. And if you get it back, we, we can, we can, we'll make sure we get it in there. Yeah. Um, so first thing that zombies 
rise up. Like, you know, zombies oh. come out of the, oh, you remembered it? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's going to throw in his point before I go in there. Go ahead, son. And as you, I just wanted to follow up where you were saying with the, we're not therapists and sometimes no offense parents. I know it might be a big shocker and it might really be hard to decide to, to get in your mind, but sometimes you don't really understand everything <laughs> because obviously you're going to talk about this. Your parents going to be like, I went through the exact same thing when I was your age. But some things are a little bit different. So just make sure that your kid knows that you understand what they're going through. And um, if they really need it, get them like a therapist. Maybe get them, just let them know that you're open to talk. Get a therapist, uh, maybe a family member is a psychiatrist or something. Or like a school counselor. maybe. School counselor, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think so... For both sides of the fence, you know, I'm a parent and I'm, a, I'm, I'm somebody's child, believe it or not. Parents, we have to practice more empathy with our children. There is kind of a disconnect because you feel like your child at a certain age, that they don't have that many layers because they're young and they're, they're, they're small or whatever. And so we feel like we, we know everything that they're going through because they're younger or whatever. We have to have empathy that while a lot of the core things are the same in terms of intimidation, in terms of self-esteem, in terms bullying, of heartbreak. bullying, heartbreak, and everything. I mean, that's that's human. That's the human condition. Yeah. That's never oh. going to change. But some of the, the nuances are different. Like cyberbullying is something that this generation is going through that kids from the 80s or the 90s don't necessarily understand as adults. Now, for kids... You know, kids have to practice, uh, I'm going to say patience and their own form of understanding that, let me back up. Yeah, neither group can discount the other one reflexively. So, for example, parents can't say, you know, my daughter says she feels sad a lot, but she's only eight. She doesn't know what she's talking about and discount her feelings. That's not right. You got to practice empathy. Listen to her. Connect to where she's coming from. Let her know that you're always there and talk to her. Talk to somebody to see if she needs to talk to a professional, somebody who's not you, but somebody that can, you know, see how she's going. Children need to practice the art of not discounting their parents instinctively when their parents say, I understand where you're coming from. And trust me, when I was a kid and my mom would say something like that, it, it's a reflex. Like, they don't understand what I'm, where I'm coming from. And that's, you know, we can go on and on about why kids don't listen to parents. And, you know, it's just, it's that thing where sometimes kids think they know it all. It's just part of the growth process, I think. But both groups have to take a beat, take a breath and realize what the other one is saying and give it give it weight and and merit and listen parents listen to your kids kids listen to your parents mm-hmm. okay sir okay well um you covered this a little bit like maybe five minutes ago when you were talking about if you have all when we're talking about if you have all these things you can still be sad it is literally like human for like basically everybody in this world, you can have it all 
super rich. You have a mansion. That's true. Friends and stuff. How many actors and celebrities and, and, you know, Everybody is going to have one, even just one thing that they wish that they had. Very true. And that's, I think, and you know, I think that goes a lot back to empathy, which is one of the other big, uh, one of the other big messages I try and uh, that we try and, and, and preach for lack of a better word here on the show is just, you never know what other people are going through. And I think it's so easy for people to go, Oh, like that person has it all. They're handsome. They're beautiful. They're wealthy. Yeah. But you know what? No amount of money can buy back a lost loved one. And if you're human, I don't care how much money you got, you've lost somebody and it hurt you and you can't do anything about it, no matter how popular or how rich you are. Um, there are people, self-esteem doesn't care. And there are people who are drop dead gorgeous and the most handsome people in the world. And they could look in the mirror and they will find things that only they see as being wrong with them and it will drive them up the wall. Audrey Hepburn. Wow, that, that's a throwback name. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn. What about her? There was, so I saw this video, this TikTok, about a documentary of Audrey Hepburn. And she was saying how she wishes she had this or wishes she had that, wishes she looked like this while she's like one of the, was or is? Was. Was. was yeah. One of the be- like most beautiful girls in like America. Oh, she was an amazing actress. She was considered one of those beautiful starlets of her time. And, and it's, it's just that empathy, right? Because it's too easy to go, well, that's just crazy because she was an actress and she had everything and, no, no, no. It's empathy, people. It's being able to have enough strength of character of yourself to stop for a moment and think what life is like from another person's point of view. And should I go to the three points right now? Okay, cool. So the three things that zombies do that we can learn from in terms of, um, in terms of, uh, supporting our kids as they go through mental health and, and stress and other issues. Uh, number one, zombies rise up. Zombies get up out of a grave or, or wherever they're coming from. And to put that into this uh, frame or this context, we have to rise up and stand up to the situation. You know, and that's, that's sometimes just acknowledging to yourself, I'm going to go and talk to my, my son. I'm going to go talk to my daughter. I'm going to ask them how they feel. I'm going to listen and listen, not wait to talk, but listen to them. So that is you standing up as a parent. Um, so that's number one. Number two, zombies move in big groups. You know, you've seen all the movies where it's like, it's not just one zombie you're running from. It's like thousands. And, uh, and, and that's the problem. So in this context, you get help you get other people maybe it's your you talk to your wife or your husband or boyfriend and girlfriend you say hey i'm worried about our son our daughter my son my daughter um you talk to your brothers sisters their grandparents teachers guidance counselors even a licensed and trained therapist you get a mob you get a group you get a a herd like zombies get together and um all with the with the uh, the common purpose of helping your child through this through this uh, this emotional storm that they're they're going through. 
And lastly, <laughs> zombies bite. And to put that into this frame, zombies take action. And so you need to take action. Talking, learning, and listening. Um, so talk to your child, listen to your child. And once you get them, you know, whatever help or support they need, if you hear terms like, <laughs> if anybody heard that Orlando's actually yawning right now, uh, if you hear I had terms, a long drive. I'm sorry, son? I had a long drive. He did have a long drive. That's right. Yeah. Well, he's not driving, but he had a long ride. Yeah. If, um, if you hear terms like depression from a therapist, from a guidance counselor, if you hear terms like, uh, anxiety or, uh, stress or something, uh, what are you trying to say, son? ADHD. ADHD, whatever. Get, get educated about it. Pick up pamphlets, pick up books, uh, read about it. Here's the thing. We have to treat our children and our own emotional and, and mental well-being as as intensely as we would if we found out um, that our child, God forbid, was diagnosed with cancer or heart disease or whatever. You would get educated. This is no different whatsoever. Son, you want to add something? Mm -hmm. So um, uh, it was about... Um, the how you were saying like it was after i said ADHD, you said like get uh notified about it get educated yeah. educated oh that train of thought got away <laughs> um well but... while he's thinking about it um in the process of getting educated just don't just don't take it all up all upon yourself you know, read with your spouse, read with your other family members, and let your child know that you are learning about how they feel. Go ahead, son. Um, I just got it. In a case that um, uh, something runs in the family, like anxiety, depression, just know, like, you're just, like, check, especially check up on your kid because almost every single generation is going to get it if it runs. In the family. True words never spoken. Folks, hey guys, thank you so much for staying uh staying with us. And we want to come back on two twenty-two twenty-two. I forgot how we used to end the show real quick. <laughs> oh, it's um it's, do, good, do good, be good, good, and no bullies, please. Alright, you guys take care. Thanks for listening to No Bullies Please with Zach, the Zombie, Orlando, and myself, Chad Hunter. If you like our show and want to know more, check out www.zackandthezombie.com. That's www.zackandthezombie.com. Order your copy of Zack and the Zombie on Amazon. Join us next week, and until then, do good, be good, and, and no, no bullies, bullies please. please.